Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're talking about something uh, that I was just thinking about today. And what spurred this on was a particular scene from <clears throat> the most recent anime that we talked about on the weekly review. But I'm not going to talk about that scene. I will just say that it's in one of the last episodes of the... I, it might actually be in the last episode of the, the series. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. But going back to this, um, I wanted to talk to you guys about my hypothesis on why anime makes everything better. I talked a little bit about this. I, I know I've talked about it before, but you know, I do so many podcasts that I feel like it's good to have refreshers every now and then. So, case exam, like case in point uh, for this entire podcast would be sports anime. Okay. Um, and we're going to kind of trickle down from there. But either way, so we have sports anime. So we have everything from Haikyuu, volleyball anime, if you guys aren't uh, familiar with it, where everything looks... I mean, I don't know how many of you guys have seen a volleyball match. It's not boring by any stretch of the imagination. But there's something about Haikyuu where you get to hear... Because that's one thing that you don't really... I mean, obviously the commentators have some... Um, you know they do their best to try and get into the heads of the players and uh, you know talk about what they're trying what they're doing, but ultimately we don't know exactly what's going on with those people, right? An example would be, and I watch UFC a lot, <clears throat> and one of the things is that they'll tell tell you is like, oh, this person switched camps. We can only imagine what how that is uh, fighting camps. Uh, we can only imagine how that is going to affect their mental game. Is it going to be better? Is it going to be good? But in anime, you actually get um, you actually get internal dialogues from people. Uh, maybe there's a flashback of something that's haunting them. Maybe there's, um, <clears throat> you know, maybe you get to see all of the hours that they practice beforehand all get, um, you know, all, all lead into some incredible move that they pull off because of the stress uh, of an, of a, of a, um, uh, competitive environment, Right. And there's something really magical about that that anime does so well, right? And the other thing, obviously, is the animation, right? Anime does this <clears throat> has this cool way of showing motion um, that's overly exaggerated, but just enough to. Uh, and obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna differ depending on what you're watching. Haikyuu, I feel like, does um, you know it has its motions pretty locked in. Um, I remember I was watching a, a guy, uh, the Libro for the U.S. Olympic team, um, actually like do some reactions to the Libro for for high Q. Uh, if you guys don't know what Libro is, just a very defensive player. I'm not gonna really get too much into it, but <clears throat> either way, um, one of the things that you know he was talking about is just how precise everything is, and you know obviously there are some things that the this Libro pulls off that you know would be really hard to do in real life, but it's still you know still possible. Um, but you know, obviously some anime take some, uh, liberties with this, uh, case in point would be Hajime no Ippo, a boxing anime. Uh, one of the things that it does is j just to give you kind of a little bit of a background on the fighting styles and everything. The main character does a peekaboo style, which is reminiscent of Mike Tyson. And one of the things that he, um, does a lot is he has his hands, uh, right in front of his mouth, right? This is why they call it a peekaboo because you hide behind your gloves just so you can see, so that you can block punches. Um, 
<clears throat> and then you use a lot of head movement and stuff. Now, the head movement that Epo uses a lot of times is very exaggerated. Um, the uh, Dempsey roll is not... Uh, might be a little bit of a spoiler, sorry about that, but um, it, it, I feel like it's a meme at this point, but uh, there's a couple moves that he uses that are very over-exaggerated. If you see like the actual moves in real life, they're not ex- they don't look exactly like what they do. Uh, what they do in Hajime no Ippo, but they, tr- they, they do that to get the point across of what they're trying to do, right? Um, if you're watching a boxing match, you would probably have to rewind and look at it in slow motion to understand what in the world's going on. <clears throat> Case in point, there is a guy who does uh, this move called the smash, and when you see him do the smash, basically what happens is his whole upper body just s- goes almost all the way to the ground, and he brings up this punch... Um, so that it can break any de- defense. Um, and when you see it in boxing, he doesn't go, you know, the the, the guy who made it was, um, oh man, I'm trying to, it was Razor something. Um, but anyway, what he would do is he would just dip a little bit and throw his, um, th- throw all of his weight into this punch to, to break defenses, but he didn't go all the way to the ground, right? So I'm just trying to illustrate what the different types of it, right? So you have Haikyuu that uh, exaggerates a bit, and then you have like things like Hajime no Upo that that exaggerate a lot, but still try and keep some of the original flair. But maybe you know sometimes they have to show different things. Um, so going from that, I want to get into um, music anime, right? So music is already pretty interesting, but when we talk about music. Um, one of the things that kind of gets lost is the inspiration, uh, certain ideas uh, in music theory. You know, a, a lot of people probably listen to music, but they don't understand exactly what's going on behind it. So you have anime, like, actually, I, I thought a really good one that did this really well, although I didn't finish it, was Sound Euphonium, where it kind of shows what each person's role is in the band, right? Um, one of the, the coolest episodes I saw was when this tuba player is just, you know, she's tr- she's having a hard time, like, <clears throat> kind of understanding tuba, and the tuba player, who's her senpai, ends up telling her, you know, hey, you should play with other people, because I find that my part alone, it doesn't sound good unless it has um, the other parts in it. So, in other words, if you hear bum, 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 right, you hear that, that's, it, it doesn't really sound like anything, because you don't have the melody, Whereas in some, you know, whereas if it goes bum, 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 but right, it, it makes sense to why it it, it sounds like that, right? Um, so it, you know, it illustrates things a lot better in anime, um, and this goes for everything like fight scenes. I mean, obviously, I, I kind of talked about Hajime Oipo, but you get to do things, you know, like with Rock Lee from Naruto. Um, where his movements are hyper-exaggerated. Uh, I remember I saw this movie with Rock Lee in it, and I, I've never seen that movie, but I really want to see it now because of how cool his fight scene was. Um, it was probably one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in Naruto, period. And it just it just annoys me that much more that they didn't use Rock Lee more. Uh, but either way, I, I digress. Um, so one of the other things that anime does so well is it really shows... The, hum- the humanity behind um, the art piece, the, the art itself, right? So, uh, you know, the whole crux of this, of this uh, podcast is talking about wh- uh, why anime makes things better, right? Um, we talked about sports. We talked about music. We talked, uh, I mean, roughly about fighting, right? We talked about Hajime no Ippon. 
uh, fight scenes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but one of the other things I wanted to talk about was Slice of Life, right? This is probably one of the most, um, the biggest phenomenons that I've, I've found with, with anime in particular. Now, obviously, there are, there are Slice of Life's everywhere, right? Like, I, I remember growing up, I used to watch this show, uh, was it Lizzie McGuire with Hilary Duff, right? That, I mean, that's Slice of Life, right? Um, that's just, just a girl going to high school, nothing crazy happening. But the an- way anime does it is so different that it makes you feel like you're in a, a complete. I mean, depending on the slice of life, obviously. Um, but it's it's really interesting how they show the perspective change. So, I'll give you an example, right? An antagonist in a slice of life is pro- it's probably not going to be on the same level as uh, let me use something that's not spoilery or Chamaru from Naruto, right? Everybody knows Orochimaru. I'm not going to go to much into that, but, um, like, Orochimaru is this guy who is just, you know, he is hell-bent on destroying the Leaf Village, right? Um, you're probably not going to get an antagonist like that in Slice of Life, so they, 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 um, they change the format and change the context of villainry, right? Um, I'm trying to think of a great, a good example of this, so, uh, an example of this might be, like, a person in high school dealing with, like, Slice of Life stuff would have a bully, right? Um, they're not going to have the same aspirations as Or Tomorrow where they want to kill somebody, but um, they have some aspirations of getting in somebody's way. And the great thing about Slice of Life, and obviously Naruto, uh, other anime like that, even though we can't exactly uh, relate with their um, with the powers and all that stuff, obviously we can relate to some degree with the uh, metaphorical uh, things that they go through. And, you know, sometimes they go through similar stuff. They just have magic and stuff. Um, but with Slice of Life, it's a lot more closer to home. I bet you anything, you've probably seen, if you have seen a Slice of Life, you've probably seen something that really um, hit home for you that's, like, really, really close to home. Uh, actually, a good example would be Lookism. It's, I don't know if I'd call it a, It's a little bit of a Slice of Life. One of the things that I remembered watching was um, when this kid's getting bullied in the first episode, right? Really hit, rubbed me the wrong way, and I remember just thinking to myself, and, and to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's very hard to watch for me, but I remember thinking about, you know, the times that I got bullied, right? So it, it has that, like, it has this very distinct... Um, way of reaching out, right? It, 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 obviously, I don't know how many people get bullied that hard, especially with teachers around, but uh, anyway. But um, there is, there's less, uh, less of a barrier, right? So in other words, we kind of suspend our disbelief for a lot of these fantasy things, uh, you know, because we have to, or else we're, we won't enjoy it. We'll just be questioning, well, how do they get to space? Well, how do they do this? How do they do that? Um, instead, we have to suspend our disbelief. Well, it, it's easier in in a slice of life to to do that because you're just watching somebody do their everyday th- kind of things. Uh, now, it's kind of a double edged sword because at the same time, when you see them doing something, you know, a little bit supernatural or a little bit superhuman, you start to ask yourself, well, okay, how is this person doing this? But still, uh, a great example um, of a, of a great slice of life that I really enjoyed was. Uh, um, uh, Soccer Quest. Um, Soccer Quest was one of those slice of life that was so like probably like the quintessential slice of life. Except it, it's weird because it doesn't go in a, a a story that would be relatable to most people, right? This girl ends up accident. She ends accidentally ends up getting um, invited to be a queen, a quote unquote queen of the town that she's going to. 
because they that, that's kind of their tradition. They bring in like not an actual queen, but you know she's like uh, a decorative queen, so to speak. Um, and it's all because this guy gets her confused with a pop idol that he knew when he was like in his thirties or something like that. And now he's like not eighty or something like that. Um, but when she goes into the town trying to boost morale, all this stuff, you start to really see the everydayness of this of a backwoods town like this, right? There are real people doing real things. So there's like a, a woodcutter. There is, you know, people just trying to live day by day in a town that doesn't get a lot of foot traffic, but it still needs it, right? So, um, I mean, I, I don't know how many of you guys have actually l- grew up in a town where there's not a lot of, like, foot traffic except for, like, when there's a festival or something like that. Um, we had a couple of places like that in California. But it really shows that... Uh, you know, it has that um, uh, relatability to it, right? If you grew up in a small town, maybe you you would you would see that you would uh, see those types of things where you just see the the people. Uh, you'd see like a bookstore with like nobody in it, and somehow it's still afloat, right? Um, you know, it, it it captures that so well. And I think you know, just to kind of conclude this, anime does a good job at capturing the human experience. Now, I've talked about this before, right? Art is the reflection of the human experience. Whether it is music, whether it is, um, how do you how do you say like drawing art? I don't, I don't know what the I'm trying to think of a better way to put that like painting all that stuff. Um, wh- whatever art it may be, it reflects the human experience, and that. But I think anime, out of almost every th- single medium, does it just so much better because of the um, uh, just a mixture of everything. Like, if you miss one element of anime, now obviously tropes are something that maybe a lot of people don't like, but um, because they're not always accurate, so to speak. Um, but the I think it's just a, the culmination of everything that anime brings: the animation, the over the topness, uh, the 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 humor, um, just everything together brings this nice mesh of things that you know. Uh, to be honest with you, a lot of people that I know you know, all of a sudden will start watching the medium that the anime got them into. Um, and they'll actually enjoy it because anime kind of uh, set it up for them. Uh, so, you know, first off, anime has great is great advertising, if you, <laughs> uh, you know, if you ever want to do that. But, you know, it, it, it just conveys that uh, true, the, the, the true nature of people because it's written by people. Um, ultimately, and when I say it reflects the human experience, it reflects the struggles, it reflects the, the, the joys, it reflects the, the love, it reflects the loss, it reflects all of those things. Um, and you might say to me, like, oh, well, that's like other media, right? I watch Game of Thrones and it does all that too. Um, true, but there's so many different kinds of anime that it's, you, you know, you're, you're hard-pressed to find some subject that you're that uh, that is not an anime. Like I, I guarantee you, there there's at least an adjacent to something that you're like some obscure thought that you thought of, right? Um, I'm I'm sure there's like at least an adjacent to it. So either way, uh, what do you guys think about anime? Do you guys think that anime just makes everything better, right? Because um, I, I I'm thinking about it right now. Like Full Metal Alchemist would not be what it was what it is uh, if it was like a regular show, right? And that's the other thing, right? Like anime has the um, it still has budgetary confinements, but it's not as bad as, like, say, CGI, right? Um, when you're doing CGI, like those dragons from Game of Thrones, I don't, I don't, I never really watched Game of Thrones, but I saw dragons. 
Um, like that, that CGI must be in like insane. But if you make a dragon, if you draw a dragon, sure, it's going to cost you quite a bit, but I mean, not nearly as much as a CGI dragon for Game of Thrones and not nearly as much as those actors that are acting in the Game of Thrones. So either way, um, anime is just one of those things that really, I just think conveys the human experience, probably the best out of all of them. And I just think anime makes everything better. Either way, guys, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. We'll be, uh, back tomorrow with the, uh, weekend talk once again no more no oh uh, no more sorry no weekly review don't know when we're going to come back to that probably after the new year i'm not completely sure um remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box also if you'd like to email us you can email us at anime casuals with an s real r-e-a-l at gmail.com but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual <laughs>